Transcripts and recordings of the podcast may not be used for any purpose without the direct written permission of the podcast owner. Welcome to Light It Up, a podcast about resilient women balancing motherhood, their careers, personal lives, and all of the challenges that come along with being a superwoman. Each week, you'll be motivated to take action to lead, inspire, transform, and empower. Now, here's your host, Dr. Regina Mashira. Welcome to another episode of Light It Up. I am your host, Dr. Ajina Mashira. So excited about today's episode because I have one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Miss Crystal Luster Boynes, who is just an amazing, creative, and talented entrepreneur. Um, If any of you all are on social media, then you all have probably seen her on social media. Uh, (laughs) And we'll get into that um, within our conversation. But I'm just going to do a brief intro and then I'll let Crystal um, share a little bit more about her background. But Crystal is the CEO of Crystal Clear Productions, LLC. Um, She's a songwriter, she's an author, she is, hmm, she's everything that you can think of, (laughs) and she is also the brilliant person behind that just amazing, I'm going to toot my own own horn right now, that amazing thumbnail for the Light It Up podcast with me sitting on the couch in the graphics, that's Crystal Luster, that's her work, so um, I don't know why. I am just having her on Light It Up, but I'm excited to have her here today. So welcome, Crystal. Thank you so much for having me. I am uh, definitely thrilled to be here and to finally be a part of the amazing creativity that um, you know I've had a, a hand in um, framing, as you will. Um, so thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yes, this is a long time coming. Um, And I guess just to give people a little bit of uh, background in terms of how we met, I think we we connected in 2019, which is when I released my book, Women Who Persevere, Navigating Motherhood with Power and Grace. And I um, reached out to Kristen R. Harris, who's also the host of God Put Me Up on Game. And I forgot to mention Crystal has a podcast too, Living Room Worship. (laughs) I almost forgot. (laughs) But uh, Kristen um, suggested that I reach out to you because I was looking for a videographer for my book launch. And I wanted, you know, to do some marketing and promotion. And we connected and we hit it off right away. I think it's because we're both Virgos and we all know that Virgos are just absolutely wonderful. Amazing. <laughs> and um, yeah, we, we hit it off and you've been my go-to person ever since. I like to call you my personal photographer. <laughs> because I am the one who can get all the great shots. No matter if she's having a good day or a bad day, we're going to have a good time and get the great shots. That's right. That's right. So 
why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Because um, entrepreneurship is not new to you. You come from a family of entrepreneurs. So if you care to share, why don't you share just a little bit about yourself uh, with the audience? Sure, sure. So um, if you are listening or watching and you're thinking, hmm, Luster, you mean like Luster's pink oil? Yes, that is the same family. Um, my dad actually started a new company. So the Luster family does have more than one hair care brand and we do coexist very well. Thank you. Um, but my my family's business is Essations Incorporated and uh, we manufacture Essations and Naked by Essations products, Naked X products. And so I've grown up in a family full of entrepreneurs. It has been literally my entire life. And I feel like I, that's kind of how I became the creative entrepreneur because I'm so enthralled and involved in the creative arts industry. Um, but everything is business. Everything is business because that's all I've been trained to do is to make business, make money, make sense, all of that stuff. And so, um, yeah, I am um, Crystal. I am a part owner of Visations Incorporated. I'm CEO of Crystal Clear Productions, LLC, which is a boutique content creation company that specializes in helping small business owners develop and create their marketing messages to reach their target market. Now, um, my favorite thing about working with small business owners is one, because small business owners are like magicians they like literally take an idea out of thin air and they make something that people can buy or consume and um i just have such a heart for small business owners i've worked with bigger companies don't mind working with bigger companies um but the small business owner has a special place in my heart and so um i think it's just because growing up you know seeing my parents be small business owners learning the ins and outs of it and so um, I do that, everything from graphic design to um, business coaching to videography, photography, editing, copy editing. Um, I'm also a full-time creative. So I'm an actress, I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, a published speaker, I mean, published author, I'm a speaker, um, you know, anything creative with the exception of like dancing. I'm not the greatest dancer. I can do a little two-step here and there, but other than that, um, I just love creating and I love helping people and inspiring people, um, you know, especially through art, whether it's business-wise or if it's for creative content, check me out on TikTok if you're having a bad day because <laughs> um, I like to keep the people laughing but yeah so that's that's me I'm um, I'm a regular down-to-earth girl um, you know I'm, I'm married to my wonderful husband of almost four years so we're still pretty new and I am um, just navigating this this plane of you know being an entrepreneur being a boss mm -hmm. and being a wife, balancing home life and work life and where to draw those lines and boundaries because any entrepreneur, entrepreneurs or entrepreneur, um, what, what am I, my friend called it, mompreneurs or uh -huh. whatever you are, you know, if you're balancing home life and your business, that is hard. And I take my hat off if I had one to you because I know how difficult that can be to try to be present at home. Because entrepreneurs, there is no clock in, clock out. Like if I get a text or an email at nine o'clock and it's pressing business there's nobody to do it but me so you know 
it's it's a rough thing, but I'm grateful for it. Um, I feel like I have grown wiser and resourceful for it. So yeah, business. Um, I love being around my family. I love tacos. I don't know if that's just a me thing or because tacos are amazing. And I'm a Marvel fan and um, yeah, love to have a good time and love helping people. So that's it. So let me ask you, did you, since you grew up in a family where, you know, your um, dad was an entrepreneur, you all had the family business, did you feel any pressure to continue in that vein or did, was this just something that just came naturally to you to work within the family business and then um, pursue your own goals and, and dreams? Um, my involvement with the family business has probably been I would say a little bit of both. I was going to say anything but natural. <laughs> I've been, I'm so far removed from my siblings. You know, my siblings are 18, 13, and 10 years older than I am. And so their involvement with the business was they had, they all had 10 years at least on me um, by the time I came along. And so, um, you know, I got to experience things a little differently. They got to have each other. I unfortunately was alone. But I got to have, you know, the bigger house because they weren't, it wasn't just a startup company. They had been around for almost 10 years. So, you know, I got to have the bigger house with the pool and I got to go to the private school and the suburbs and stuff like that. So there were some things that I didn't exactly um, have that my siblings had, you know, kind of living on the struggle bus, so to speak. Um, and so that gave me an opportunity and afforded me the opportunity to, um, think about what else I wanted to do. But by the same token, all of us spent summer breaks. What, what was a summer break? I don't remember having a summer break. Summer breaks, winter breaks, any break was work. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so if it was spring break, it was work. If it was winter break, I got a job, it's a work. And so it gave me a great work ethic, but it also forced me to grow up pretty fast. And so um, I think that just kind of looking at the times that I was in, and especially the fact that I didn't have siblings my age to kind of do it with, mm -hmm. um, it made me reach for the other stuff a little bit more. And so that has been a, a very choppy journey mm -hmm. to find my place in the creative arts industry and still somehow figure out where I fit in with my family. And it hasn't been until recently that I have finally gotten to a place where I have peace with knowing that my journey goes beyond my position at my family's company. Um, and I have really been, my family has been great in supporting me with that as well. Um, you know, that, that's that been hard to think about, um, you know, what are they going to think when they find out I want to be, you know, on TV or something. Mm -hmm. And it turns out because it's all family, like, hey, you know, we support you. We love you. And that's great. That's a blessing because yeah. it doesn't always turn out like that. Yeah. So let's talk about this uh, acting, because as you mentioned, like, if you want a good laugh, you need to be on TikTok following Crystal Luster. <laughs> so how did you get into acting? Um, so that's actually kind of a funny story. Um, back in 2016, a friend of mine who is a uh, director mm -hmm. and a, a screenwriter um, and a playwright, she reached out to me. She had a play she was doing and she was like, hey, you know, I have this part I want you to try out for because she knew I, I could sing. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay. And it turns out I had a natural talent for it and I loved it. It was hard. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. She pushed me 
oh, she pushed me. And I was just like, I don't know if I want to do this. And it just turns out, you know, my personality, us Virgos, we like to do everything in excellence. We don't like for people to come and check up behind us. Like you didn't do this and you didn't, don't tell me what I didn't do. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but um, it, it stretched me and it pushed me. And I, I love Miss T is what we call her, mm-hmm. but I love her because she pushed me, but she reinforced that she knew I had something in me. She pushed me until she got what she needed out of me and she celebrated it with me. And it taught me a new respect for theater and a new respect for acting and so about a year later um well maybe about two years later so my sister had passed short shortly after that Mm -hmm. and I told my sister um on her deathbed I said um she told me not to stay here because of circumstances and in that short conversation she said a lot which basically meant live your dreams because life is short Yes. And um, so in that moment, like after she died and after I got married, I got really sick. I had a, a infection on my colon, which was really scary because my sister died from colon cancer. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm all nervous. I don't know what's going on. I, I got sick back to back with like four infections over the span of like six weeks. So I'm a newlywed. I'm grieving the loss of my sister and four other relatives within a six month span. And then I get sick. And my new husband is like, what's going on? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So after that, just a perspective shift. I'm like, I just want to go and be and do everything that I'm supposed to go and be and do. And so um, I decided in 2018, I woke up one day and I was like, I want to be an actress. And I went to audition for a Gil Talent group. They were having a casting call and they signed me. Mm-hmm. And it was a very quiet like year. I didn't get booked for anything. And I was just like, oh no. <laughs> mm-hmm. But since then, it has pushed me to develop my own content. I I have this idea, this, and this this really comes from being an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. I decided if they're not booking me, I'm gonna book myself. Mm-hmm. And so I started writing scripts and I started developing my own content. And it doesn't matter if I've had an audition this week or not, or if I'm on set somewhere or not, because I am always on set. Wherever I'm at, that's where the set is. And it it has just become something that I never thought that I could have. It, it just, it made everything make sense. All those years of feeling like, why am I such an emotional kid? You know, why am I, does everything happen in my head like a movie? And it's because I was born to be a creator, a director, you know, an actress, a producer, like all of those things, I live and breathe it. And it, it just lights me up. Like literally, I feel so alive. And I'm, I'm fortunate to have discovered that before, you know, I got, I don't know, too old and out of shape to try. <laughs> too old? No. <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, but then again, we still got Betty White who's hanging on. So who yeah, knows? <laughs> Do you ever feel like with everything that you're involved in, do you feel like, because as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about how I'm all, I always have my hands in something. Do you, do you feel like you're a workaholic? Is it different? Because Um, sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes uh, everything is about balance and intentionality. And I feel like um, I was actually just talking to my best friend about this because you know, especially when you love what you do, you can get so caught up in it and you're just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And in the pandemic world, everything is digital. So 
I'm at work and I'm on a computer and I'm having Zoom calls and I've got staff meetings and I'm talking to customers and I'm emailing that I'm in a car and I'm on Clubhouse. Then I get home and I'm on another Zoom call and it's just mm -hmm. constantly going. Um, so I've had to physically and presently remind myself to be present when I get somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, a wise person once told me, be where your feet are. Mm -hmm. And so that is a hard lesson. I would say sometimes, yeah, I do have the tendency to be a workaholic and putting up those boundaries has been difficult, but it's important because it puts a strain on things. It, there have been times it's put a strain on my marriage and um, I don't want my marriage to fail because I don't know when to say no. Yeah. And yeah, got to learn how to say no. So I'm, I'm, once I turned 30, that no came out real quick. I was I'm like, no. Yeah. No is a complete sentence. It is. There's it no is. need for additional explanation. No okay. is a sentence. And you can even add a thank you. No, thank you. Right. If you want to be polite about it, but it could yeah. just, it could literally just be no. And I, I feel like I've found my, my permission to say no mm -hmm. and not feel bad. Cause I think being the baby of the family, I was always used to just saying yes to everything because that's what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And so it has been hard for me in particular, being the baby of the family and still working in a family business, your mindset just automatically goes, yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll do. Yeah. Okay. And then it's just like, no, I don't, I don't feel like it. Now, you didn't just wake up when you turned 30 this past uh, in 2020 and decide, I'm going to start saying no. no. So <laughs> how did you get to that? How did you get to that point? You know what? Um, I just had, I can't even really describe what it was, but there was just this burning sensation on the inside of me, not IBS guys, put your <laughs> mind out of it. Um, but there was just this burning sensation on the inside of me too. I, I just felt like something was coming. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember I was, I was praying and I was, um, I went on this, this 40 day sugar fast. I, I am a sweet head. I love sweets. I love sugar and sugar does not love me, but it just, it is like the most addictive thing. And so I went 40 days with no sugar. And in that time, I just felt like something was coming. And I had this epiphany one day during that fast um, just all of these things that I had been kind of leaning on sugar for, you know, if I get stressed, I would eat sugar. If I was excited, I would eat sugar. Any, if I was bored, I would eat sugar. Like everything was sugar related. And I started like, once I took that away, it opened my eyes to kind of see a lot of the things that I was unhappy with. You know, why am I so stressed all the time? Why do I eat sugar? It's because I'm stressed all the time. Well, why am I stressed all the time? Because I'm unhappy. Why am I unhappy? Why have I settled for this, you know, this discomfort? And I think taking away that vice kind of opened my eyes to see the real issue. And once I exposed it, I was just like, I can really choose to not be unhappy. I can choose to say, hey, I want to live my life to the fullest. I want to be excited to wake up in the morning. I want to be creative. I want to leave an impact. And that's another thing I was doing some research about the number 30, you know, and why I was feeling this way. And just from a physiological standpoint, 30 represents the age where an, a, a person, a human being realizes full maturity, full fig, uh, physical maturity. Mm -hmm. And so it was just this symbolic age of knowing like I've arrived to this place where I can stand on my own two feet. I can rock my stilettos. I can be who I want to be. I am a whole grown woman is basically what kind of came out. And it was liberating. It was a little scary. Mm -hmm. but it was liberating. 
And um, yeah, I just kind of, I've, I'm still working on it. I'm not perfect at saying no all the time, but I've gotten a lot better because I've realized I'm, I'm getting older and I have to take care of myself. Self-care is so important. I have to take care of myself. Absolutely. Well, just wait until you turn 40. It's going to be really something. I don't think people- I'm watching my sister thrive in her 40s now. And I'm like, Lord, help us if it's going to be two of us. <laughs> so let's get into Crystal Clear Productions and what you do as far as helping small business owners. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I reached out to you for videography services and not really, I don't think I really had a full concept of what I was trying to do. I think that's the other reason why we connected so well, because you were able, I didn't really have to say much. What you put together for me, I was like, I love it, you know? <laughs> and, um, I, you know, I didn't know what I needed. So I think that's also something when you have, um, a first-time entrepreneur who has no idea what they're doing. Um, so I like to call you my creative advisor, you know. So what exactly do you do for um, small business owners in terms of, I guess, do you sit down and, you know, have an initial consultation to kind of get a gauge of an idea of what it is that they're trying to do and then you ask a series of questions to pull information out of them. Like what's your, what's your practice, your concept as far as working with small business owners and how do you even know that you want to work with a particular person? Cause it needs to be um, a fit, right? <laughs> yeah, that is a good, a good question. Um, so right off the bat, like, you know, I'm, I'm a very friendly person. Um, I'm a very real person. I think Agena can definitely vouch for that. You know, what you see is what you get. I'm not fake or phony, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm real approachable and I just love to have a good time. I'm, I'm professional. Um, I'm courteous, you know, and I, I respect others and I respect myself. And so I value people who have that same mentality. Um, you know, I'm not going to play around with your time. I'm not going to play around with your money. If I can't do it, I'll probably refer you to somebody who can, because at the end of the day, if your business isn't thriving, I haven't done my job. And that's how I look at it. It's not just a check for me. It's mm -hmm. I, I'm investing time and creativity into something that you are doing so that you can invest in what you're doing and it invests in other people and so on. It's a ripple effect. It's a ministry for me of sorts. Mm -hmm. And so um, I really have been fortunate enough to work with many clients who have that same ideology where they want to make a difference. It's not just about making money for them. It's not, you know, they, they have a purpose behind what it is that they're doing. Um, you know, I was, I was really thrilled to be able to work with you. I can't believe it's been almost two years already. No, three years, almost three years. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. So, no, was it what was it? it? It'll, be two. It'll be two. It'll be 2019. Okay. Yeah. But still, it just seems like <laughs> yesterday, just yesterday. Yeah. Um, but I, I was really excited to work with you because the stories, like just listening to the women on your panel and just listening to the things that you guys have been through, like, man, how many women go through that? And me being a married woman now, and like, you know, I haven't been through what you guys have been through, mm -hmm. but just knowing the, the the stress and and the tension and the sacrifice that marriage requires when you're trying to become one like 
it impacts people. And that's what I'm drawn to. And that's what I feel like I love about small businesses is because nine times out of 10, small businesses start with a story. Mm-hmm. They, you know, people don't, not everybody can be an entrepreneur. People don't just wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm going to be my own boss. Mm-hmm. They say that and then they go right back to work because not everybody has the discipline to, you know, discipline and, and boss themselves. They, they need somebody to tell them what to do a lot of the time. And so um, I love working with small business owners because of that. And my process generally starts off with a conversation like anything else. It's like we're dating, right? Mm-hmm. We sit down, we have a conversation. Are we compatible? What are your goals? What, what is it that you are trying to accomplish? Um, and, and just from a, from a practical standpoint, you know, what is it that you're looking for? Some people are very specific. They're just looking for maybe videography or photography for an event or, you know, for some type of project. Some people don't know what they're looking for. Some people need a a complete brand overhaul. Now, there are a lot of brand strategists that have emerged in the last five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to school with a lot of them, the best of them. But the one thing that I like to teach my clients, one, I teach my clients how to be their own production team. And I know that might be kind of crazy, like, oh my gosh, you know, you're going to basically teach them how to do your job, then how do you stay open? Um, Well, that I'll kind of end with answering that question, but I teach them because I understand the plight of the small business owner. Small business owners don't always have the big marketing bucks. And so it's like, how can I play with the big dogs without being drowned, you know, in the process with all of the money that I don't have to spend. And so I teach them little things that they can do on their own. If it's with their computer or with their cell phone, the power of the cell phone is incredible. You know, bare minimums that you should have if you are trying to be a thriving business in a social space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I talk about, you know, the different things that you can use your social media, the power of social media, making sure that your social media imprint is taken advantage of because it's free. And it's something that you can use to promote yourself. Um, but my, my favorite thing is teaching my clients how to discover their own superpower. So I love it when I get a client, <clears throat> I will not name any names, but when I get a client who's just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't, I'm not really, you know, in front of the camera much. I don't know. And then I like talk to them and pull it out of them. I love to pull it out of them because they discover their superpower, right? And so this goes back to what I said earlier. If I'm teaching people to be their own production team, it's like, well, that's your job, right? Well, yeah, but nobody's going to be me. Mm-hmm. There's a certain way that I'm going to do it, a certain creative edge that I have versus what you would do. And so, yeah, I'll teach you how to sustain yourself and I'll teach you how to know when to bring in a professional, Um, to get the shots that you can't because there are some things that I can't do for myself as much as I try I have to know when to bring in somebody else to help me and so um, I really just sit down with my clients and just figure out what it is that they need help with most of the time it has to do with telling their story all of my creative work is story based if you are putting out some type of creative commercial or if it's a photo shoot, like it should tell a story about who you are. It should be genuine because I believe in all of my years of entrepreneurship, the only thing that keeps us really running is that people learn who we are and they trust us. Therefore, they trust our brand. So that's the process. Well, I don't know who you were talking about. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But you certainly, you certainly showed me some tricks and um, which I've been able to use. 
but consistency is very important. And that is the one thing that I will say that I need to work on. <laughs> Listen, social media is a full-time job. Oh my yes, it, <laughs> it is, is a lot. It's it a lot. I took a, a week away just to kind of regroup over the, the last week or so mm -hmm. and getting back into it. It's like, oh God, yes. I have to get back into because it's a muscle, you know, and it's time consuming. It's very mm -hmm. time consuming to stay up on the trends, to figure out what's needed, what's new. It's a lot, um, but it can be a worthy investment if you, you know, put your parameters up and make sure that you say no when it's time mm -hmm. to say no and all of that. So, yeah. I tell you, I really don't know how you do it. I don't because that is an area. So I, I probably need to set up a, a, a consultation session because the social media has been an area where I'm just like, ah, you know, developed a social media calendar and then didn't necessarily use it the way I thought I would. Um, and then you're introduced to new things. Like I know you're on Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse also. But I have to tell you, I had to take a break from Clubhouse because if I was pinged one more time. Listen, okay, these Clubhouse folks can talk. Yes. They'd be talking for four or five hours. I was like, y'all don't have a job. Right. I have nowhere to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a long time. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I think that the, the best practice is if you are if it's not adding value to what you're doing, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't do it. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. Like people, I love reading the memes from Twitter, but I just don't, I'm not a Twitter person. Yeah. You know, I'm funny. I'm clearly funny. My platform is TikTok. That's, yeah. that's where like, <laughs> you know, people go to Twitter, black Twitter in particular for all the petty, funny stuff. Right. But like my platform is TikTok. That is where my funny is seen the most or, you know, Facebook or something like that. Instagram is kind of growing the area as well. Mm -hmm. And so you just have to kind of figure out um, what makes sense for you. Don't just post content just to post content. There are people mm -hmm. who will tell you to do the complete opposite of what I'm saying. But I feel like um, I get better engagement and I get better um results when I'm posting with a purpose mm -hmm. rather than if I'm just throwing stuff up you yeah. know just to throw stuff up I mean consistency it takes planning it takes key but like being honest being authentic you have to think about it we are inundated with so much information constantly all the time if you accidentally click out of Facebook and then you click back in there's a whole new timeline of stuff that you yes. are just like what you know, every time I go on Facebook, it, the notifications are like nine plus and it's like 30 new notifications. And I'm like, I can't even read all of that. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you like the way you cut through the white noise is to just be authentic. That is what people desire, especially now when we are largely on a social platform because we can't be social in person. So right. yeah, just be authentic yeah. and have fun. Let people see the real you. If you're not having a good day, just be real. Hey, you know what? I'm not having a great day. Ooh. That's real. Well, I, I don't know. I may have to uh, go live and let them see what, I mean, what really happens, yeah. especially when I'm in the car with those teenagers trying to drive me around. 
Now, don't tell the teenagers I told you to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know, my son has a fit anytime I post a video or a picture of him. So, oh, Lord, trying to get a picture of him for their birthday was the hardest job I think I've ever had. <laughs> they got it honest. Yes. <laughs> so, um, with the so with crystal clear productions if if people are interested in utilizing uh, your services where can they get in touch with you to book a session and find out how you can help um they can visit www.c the letter c clearpro.com so cclearpro.com. Um, it'll take you to my website, crystal, uh, crystalluster.com, but there is a, a page within that site that kind of outlines everything that I'm able to offer and has some, um, some examples of my work. Uh, you can always find my social media as well at Crystal Luster on every social media platform. And that's spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L, Luster. So just remember, it's the shiniest name you'll ever see, a crystal that lusters. Um, I love it. <laughs> You can uh, visit me at Crystal Luster or at Crystal Clear Productions. Um, and yeah, you can see some examples of my work. And I mean, just reach out. I'm very accessible. Um, you know, I love meeting new people and love seeing how I can serve others. So, yeah. Okay. And so, and I cannot, we can't end our conversation without talking about the podcast too. So. Yes. Tell me about living room worship. I actually listened, um, and now I don't know the the title of this last episode, but I listened to it. Um, I believe it was Beauty for Ashes. Yes, yes. So, uh, living room worship. I developed this podcast on a whim. It was a, like a random Saturday night. I was laying on my bed, had my guitar with me, and I had had this idea of like man, you know, you go to like your worship service and everything is great. And you're all like hyped up on inspirational speeches. And then like you go to work the next day and somebody pisses you off and all that stuff goes out the window. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, what does it look like to have your faith intersect with real life? Like, you know, okay, great. You know, worship leader, you're, you're singing these songs or pastor, you're saying these, these cool things. And then I come home and I have an argument with my husband. So where, where's the word at that point? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I thought about, I had this, uh, this living room session one day where I was just like playing my guitar. I was singing and just kind of like in this very peaceful state of just like enjoying God's presence in my living room. And it wasn't formal. It wasn't restrained. It was just really comfortable and chill. And I felt so at peace. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, man, you know, if that's a lifestyle where I'm just allowing God to be present in the everyday life, you know, what does that look like? So in living room worship, it's a safe place for anybody to come to, whether you believe in God, whether you don't, whether you're churched or unchurched, we just like to have discussions because the way that me and, and most of my guests, not all of them either, but most of my guests um, cope with everyday life is by figuring out how to intersect faith within the middle of it, within the middle of the ugly stuff, you know, within the middle of the funny stuff or the sexy stuff or whatever it is. And so um, I talk about the stuff that church won't talk about. 
I talk about um, everything. Like Friday, I have a bonus episode. Normally my episodes come out on Mondays at five, but I have a bonus episode called Let's Talk About Sex, Baby. Oh, let's and, talk about and and oh. me, right? <laughs> I have a, uh, a guest, Yanni Brown, who's going to be on this episode. And she, I call her like the, the love guru. She talks about intimacy. She teaches couples um, about intimacy. And we, and we talk about it. We expose some things um, that we've had to unlearn as women who, you know, grow up in a certain faith and you, you have all these restrictions on your sexuality and all these different things. So we talk about it. We expose it. Um, I've talked about I have some episodes coming up talking about divorce. Mm -hmm. um, I have episodes talking about, um, you know, drug addiction. Like we talk about the real topics because that's what people are going through. People mm -hmm. are not living in a Sunday service or a Saturday service or whatever, you know, church service or, or worship service you go to. They're not living there. That's only a couple hours out of the week. Mm -hmm. People are living hence the living room of their lives in stuff that they need help with. And so that's the whole purpose of the podcast is to just really give people a safe space to like figure out this thing called life and how we can find some hope in the middle of it. Awesome. Well, I, you know, I always find a way to, to tune in and listen because I know last year you touched on some pretty heavy topics as well. Like you talked about racism and just, you know, the things that were going on in 2020, everything that we were going through, which were some very heavy um, topics, but I really like the way you approach um, all of your topics. And I enjoy your guests that you have on the show as well, because um, I think you have very open mind, you know, that's very important when you're interviewing people to be open. And I think, you know, sometimes when, when religion and faith comes into play, we can be so focused on our way or thinking our way is the right way that we're not necessarily open to listening to other um, perspectives. Um, yeah. So I appreciate that's, that's your Thank you. That that has been my whole goal. Um, I really believe that I have a I have a heart for the unchurched. Mm -hmm. I love people who, you know, wouldn't ordinarily come to a church service or want to talk about God or want to learn about God because I feel like those are the people who need love the most. They need you know somebody to reach for them, and um, I've I can see myself in them because there are days when I'm not all super cheery and. Let me tell you what I believe God is going to, like, there are some days where I'm just like, you know what, if I make it out of this bed, it's a good day. Yeah. <laughs> and so I want to, you know, I've, I've talked about, I'm being intentional about talking about things that don't get discussed because it's real life. Mm -hmm. And you have to have an open mind about that. I've met so many people who don't believe things that are within the parameters of my faith walk. Mm -hmm. And they've literally told me like, man, you know, I think differently about God now, or I think differently about church now, because you aren't what I thought you were going to be as a Christian. You aren't what I thought you were going to be as a, as a woman of faith, which is a huge compliment mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And also a, a bit of an embarrassment for people of faith, because apparently we have this bad reputation 
of being closed-minded snobs. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to dismantle that. I don't care what you believe, who you believe in. I got nothing but love for you. And we need to, we still got to figure out how to live life together. And I feel like I've met some incredible people because I wasn't just so quick to judge them because they didn't wear their church hat on Sunday. Like, no. (laughs) So uh, what is on the horizon for you this year, 2021? Um, I know you're going to continue to bless us with content on social media, on TikTok, and I don't know how many uh, uh, followers you have, but I know one day I looked at the numbers, I was like, oh my goodness. Um, So what's in store for you for this year? What should we anticipate coming from Crystal Luster Boynes? So um, definitely, you know, just started the fourth season of Living Room Worship, the podcast. So keeping that up. Um, I am releasing my first documentary next week. Really? Um, I I directed and edited The Naked Truth, Becoming a a Beast in a Beauty Business. Um, And it is a documentary about my family and their business and uh, just kind of our love letter to the world to show them the story behind the brand. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited about that. I've already been accepted into a film festival for it. So, you know, lots of cool things with that. Um, I am working on a few more scripts of my own mm-hmm. and also working on a couple other productions that we shall see. So I'm excited about that. Um, and just really like, I'm, I'm just going to keep content rolling and I'm, I'm going after everything. I asked at the beginning of this year, my prayer time, I'm like, let this be my most creative year yet. And so if you thought you had content coming at you last year, you ain't seen nothing yet. Um, and there also might be a new song. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put that out there. There also might be a new song or two. You know, that actually just made me think about, um, if I recall correctly, for your birthday, didn't you release a book, a guide for entrepreneurs so I was supposed to, I did not release it yet. Okay. Um, okay. I am, I'm kind of revising it. So I actually started a coaching program okay. last year and I'm testing my, my workbook out on my clients. Okay. And so far it's going really well. She loves it and um, it's helping her gain clarity. She gave me rave reviews. Mm-hmm. So that um, I'm hoping that it will come out this year, but I'm doing a, a few different revisions. Um, I'm adding a lot more stuff to it. Okay. So that will come out soon, but it's going to be an amazing um, addition to any entrepreneur that just wants to gain some clarity and like really put action behind their um magical thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was thinking about, um, it, it often amazes me um, when I see people who are um, constantly publishing books or releasing, you know, books. And I'm like, what is, I, full transparency, I'm like, what is wrong with me? I cannot finish my next book, <laughs> you know? But what I realized is that everybody has a lane. Mm-hmm. You can't compare yourself to what other people are doing and you can only do what you can do. Um, and that's that. And that's I think if more people, yeah, if more people 
you know, stop focusing on what other people are doing in terms of trying to, you know, compete or compare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can only do what you can. Um, And that's that. Like, I I think about it this way. Um, A couple years ago, my, my sister, uh, she was a makeup artist, my oldest sister, Karen, she was a makeup artist and an esthetician, and she would get frustrated sometimes, you know, looking at people that she helped. She's like, mm-hmm. I helped them get where they are. And they're, you know, they're traveling all over the world and doing makeup for celebrities. And I'm still here and blah, blah, blah. And um, <laughs> I was in my prayer time and God told me to tell her, stay in your lane. I was like, I'm not telling my oldest <laughs> sister that she go hit me. <laughs> but this illustration that I got in my mind was, you know, when you're driving down the highway, right? Mm-hmm. And there's an accident on the other lane going the opposite direction. You're heading north, they're heading south. Mm-hmm. And we always end up driving slow. There's traffic on both sides of the expressway because the people heading north can't help but look at the people going south. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening, we slow the people down behind us we slow ourselves down. We end up missing out. Maybe we're running late for where we need to be. Maybe mm-hmm. we so focused on what's going on over there that we miss our exit, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like the same is true in life. When you get so focused on what's happening on the other side of you, they don't have anything to do with you. Yes. And you worried about what other people got going on. You miss out. You can miss your exit. You can miss your destination. You can be late for your appointed time to do something. And it, it does nothing but frustrate you. I don't know a single soul who enjoys sitting in traffic, yes. not one. And if they do, I, I don't know what to tell you because I don't, <laughs> I really don't. And, um, you know, I feel like a lot of traffic is caused by people focusing on things other than the road. Yes. And I think I try to remind myself of that. It's I'm not judging anybody because it's mm-hmm. it's easy to slip into that idea where you're just like, man, how are they doing this and that and the other? And they they always got this going on. I mean, I have friends who are constantly pumping out songs and 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 shows and content. I'm just like, how? Mm-hmm. I'm a one man band over here. How are they? You know, but. I can't compare myself to them because that's them. That's their superpower. They're, you are your own superpower. Right. And if it takes me a year or a week, whatever I put out is going to be me and nobody else can do me like me. Nobody else can do a Gina like a Gina can do a Gina. And so no matter how long it takes you to put out, put out your next book, just it's like, you know, having a, a wonderful oven cooked meal that's just so fragrance and everything got the whole house smelling good, right? That's not a microwave meal. Right. And you don't want no TV dinner. Hello. (laughs) You want (laughs) to listen, okay? And it's, that's okay. It's really okay. See, you just preached the whole world right here on Light It Up. (laughs) We got to light it up. People light it up. (laughs) Well, so... I want to, I know we, we didn't get a chance to cover like all of the other stuff that I wanted to talk about. So So that means I have to come back. That's right. I did that on purpose (laughs) so that you would agree to come back Um, (laughs) because I would love to have you back on. Tell us again, where can people find you? Where can they follow you on social media? And then if they would like to work with the amazingly creative Crystal Luster, how can they find you? 
I'm telling you, she is a person that you really want to have on your team. Trust me. Thank so where can they find you? Thank you. Uh, anybody can find me at Crystal Luster or you can visit crystalluster.com. There is a link for Crystal Clear Productions on that site as well. Um, but yeah, Crystal Luster on social media, crystalluster.com on the web. And I would be happy to connect with any one of your amazing uh, listeners and viewers. So and thank you for all your kind words. Now you have to come on my show. Okay, I'd be happy so We have to get that on the books, but yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to definitely get that on the books because I love your show. So, all right. Thank you. All right, you all. So thank you so much for tuning in to Light It Up. Don't forget, leave a review, share with your friends, follow Light It Up podcast, and make sure you check out Crystal Luster every Monday, 5 p.m. She releases a new episode living room worship her podcast is also on available on all platforms as well so check her out and i hope you all have a wonderful week and as always continue to light it up and shine bright like a diamond thanks for joining me this week on light it up make sure you visit my website at www.lightituppodcast.com or www.ajinamohammed.com. You can also find me on social media using the handle at lightituppodcast. If you like what you've heard, please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or you can simply tell a friend about the show. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Until next time, Light it up and shine bright like a diamond.